Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's Monday. Monday after the city elections. We're going to talk about it. 210-599-5555. Um... <laughs> Well, uh, we had 17% uh, voter turnout between early voting and Saturday, uh, which was about 150,000 of y'all voted uh, in early voting, and about 50,000 of you voted on Saturday. And uh, as uh, Trey and I were pointing out on where in Rhyme, I think it's a better way to look at it, 83% of folks in the city didn't show up to vote at all. Um, so we got Ron Nuremberg again, uh, and we got most of the, uh, we got a couple of runoff races we're still watching, but we still got most of the city council as is. Prop B didn't pass, Prop A did, which means, uh, the process has changed for how this city spends, uh, uh, your money. Uh, they can pretty much do it, do whatever they want to with your money. And we put Ron Nuremberg back in office, uh, and he's going to probably enjoy doing whatever he wants to with your money. I, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, Saturday I was riding around. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I, I've really gotten into this habit, and I know it was election day, but I've gotten into this habit where I, when I disconnect on, uh, you know, at 11 o'clock on Friday, I just need to take a break for a couple of days in the news. So I really wasn't as involved in the election day itself as perhaps I normally would be. But my wife, you know, is constantly staring at her phone, so she lets me know what's going on, you know, as far as the the big stories. And, yeah, it, it, Saturday morning I got up early uh, to go visit my mom real quick and take her some groceries, and I wanted to get out there before the rain. And then the rain hit, and on the northwest side it was really, really bad uh, down Bandera Road and Hebner. Hebner was a freaking river. And, uh, you know, I, I was thinking to myself, well, I wonder to what extent this is going to affect uh, people showing up. But then it cleared up, you know, it cleared up fairly quickly uh, for the afternoon. So I, I don't know. I mean, maybe you know. Maybe you have some theories as to why uh, over 80 or roughly around 80% of the folks who are registered voters in this town didn't turn out to vote. Because I don't know. That's like the worst answer for a fancy-schmancy talk show host to, to provide you with, I don't know. But the fact is, I don't stink and know. I don't know why anybody would bother to be registered to vote and then they don't vote. Uh, especially uh, uh, in this particular election uh, with all the publicity around it. Because certainly we were screaming our brains out over this thing uh, uh, for months. Whether you're talking about Nuremberg or the city council, the propositions. Uh, I was a Brockhouse guy. I had Brockhouse, I had Greg on a, a number of times uh, leading up to the election. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's 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 sad. And I'm not trying to be a jerk or nothing, but, you know, it's sad when folks who really do want to make a change or really do want to get San Antonio back on track uh, as a city and get away from some of this liberal uh word I can't say on the radio to turn this town into Austin or San Francisco or whatever the hell. Or just, you know, flip it for the Democrats or flip the state for the Democrats, what have you, whatever the big chess game is. 
but you know, eighty percent of the folks don't don't bother to vote, and I, I don't know if it's people don't think city elections matter. Uh, you know, presidential politics is fun, right? You know, it's like uh, you're either a part of this fan club or that fan club. Uh, you know, obviously, presidential cycles get much more press and much more attention, uh, especially this past election, which was insane going on during a stinking pandemic. But, you know, it becomes very personal for people. Well, I'm a, I'm a Biden person. I'm a Trump person. Blah, blah, stinking blah. And we, people just don't think about city politics as much or city elections. I, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, if you have any thoughts, give me a call, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555, cause it's perplexing. That's a horrible number. And I think we should look at it from that perspective of 80, uh, roughly 80% of registered voters in this town just didn't vote. Uh, the folks who are in power and continue to stay in power, like Nuremberg, they depend on that. <laughs> okay? They depend uh, on folks not voting. I mean, I, I'd hate to be that guy, to be honest with you. I'd hate to be that mayor or that politician who, you know, is uh, so insecure in their own beliefs that they're happy when there's low voter turnout because that assures them uh, continued power and influence. I'd be kind of embarrassed by that myself. But point being, we did have uh, an extremely low voter turnout. And, and I've been hearing all this crap about, oh, you broke records, though, Sean. We broke records. We were only at 13% the last time, or was it 12%? Man, we did all right on that early voting. What the hell we did? I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe compared to other early voting periods where the numbers sucked too, you know, I don't know. I guess we did better than that. But man, 80%. Whew. And again, like I said, I just don't know what's going on there. And I really, really don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's people just don't want to be bothered, or again, it's they don't think as deeply about city politics or city elections. But that's the stuff that really affects you where you live. And let me tell you something. I'll be even more honest with you. I, it was, this is not something like when I was young uh, that I thought about. I think a lot of young people, you know, don't bother to vote in city elections. Uh, because you, you, to, to know about city elections, you have to read and research. You can, you can turn on your TV or look at your phone during a presidential cycle and see the latest about presidential, the presidential campaign or the, the election. Uh, maybe it's not, it's not so prevalent when it's city elections. So I think a lot of young people just either don't know or don't give a crap. And I was that way, uh, to a certain extent when I was very, when I was young in my twenties, in my early twenties. Until I started realizing that, hey, what goes on in those city elections really affects me directly, much more so in a sense than uh, national uh, politics do. So, uh, very disappointing. Uh, you know, it, it, we're back to uh, square one in a sense with with our leadership in this town. For the most part, we still got a couple of runoff elections, but uh, the leadership really isn't going to change much. Um, as far as the national scene, yeah, midterms are, are looking even more important, aren't they? Uh, the midterms, because you know, I, I don't think I'm being hyperbolic or weird or conspiracy, you know, a conspiracy guy when we uh, start talking about how there is one 
rabble, one cabal of pukes who really just want to transform this country into something other. They want to turn this country into a blank hole. They want to kill the middle class. They want everybody to be on the same level of misery <laughs> so that we're all beholden to a, a an expanded uh, national government, more like a fascist or socialist state. And they are about it. Uh, I was shocked uh, listening to Greg Abbott uh, yesterday on one of the Sunday shows uh, talking about First off, the cost of the border crisis right now to the state of Texas. Normally, we spend about $800 million on security issues when it comes to illegal immigration. And uh, Abbott said, uh, we're, we're going to be spending upwards of a billion dollars this year on, on security along the border. And that's not the only cost. That has nothing to do with housing and you know all the other aspects of illegal immigration. And not only has he not heard from Kamala, who was supposed to be dealing with this situation, but apparently Greg Abbott hasn't even heard from the president. Can't even get a call with the guy, apparently. So, uh, yeah, they're trying to tank the middle class. They're trying to uh, destroy uh, uh, all of the traditional institutions of this country uh, on just about every level so that they can enrich themselves and uh, expand their reach into every single stink in one of our lives. So if that's what you want, if you want to live in some dystopian uh, freaking nightmare, then, you know, whatever, don't vote. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071, 22 minutes after 9. Uh, I'm Sean. Welcome back to the show. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And uh, got an interesting week uh, coming up. Uh, let's see, Friday. I go and get my second uh, shot of the vaccine uh, Friday uh, afternoon with my stepson. And then, uh, you know, we'll kind of see how I feel after that because I'm, I'm always hearing folks say that if you're going to feel weird, it's going to be that second shot. I don't know. But that's, that's kind of what we scheduled for Friday. So if I'm, you know, out of my mind or whatever, I, I, I'm kidding, not out of my mind. That's the one to worry about. But, uh, but, you know, looking forward to getting the shot and, and you know, trying to return to some sort of semblance of some kind of normality, normalcy. And, Mr. Glasgow, you, you just had your, your second shot, right, earlier this morning. Yes. And did it hurt? Did, did, you, did you, you, you feel weird? Is your arm hurting? You got, you got nothing going on right now, right? Correct. So Correct. I'm, I'm skeptical whether or not I got anything. Because <laughs> you're not feeling anything? Right. I. They stuck a needle in your arm, right? They stuck a needle in your arm. You, yeah. you got it. Don't like hard. it, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's the, that's the thing about these uh, vaccines and and just the human condition as it, as it is in general is that everybody's just a little bit different, man. Everybody's just metabolically a little bit different, just a little chemically different. Well, I was just thinking because I didn't get much of a reaction from the first shot, so I was convinced. Well, that second one's going to take me out of commission, right. you know. And I even had. Yeah, I think I had you already, you know, just in case I might not come back, you know, for today. But Oh, right, right. Uh, um, maybe it'll kick in later. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I got the first one uh, a couple of weeks ago. 
or almost a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the with the first one, all I really got was a headache. I, I was real kind of headache headachey the rest of that day, uh, but that's it. So uh, I'll go go to get my second one on Friday. See, and if anything, I had a low grade headache the first time. So that's the why first I, time. that's why I was thinking. Well, that's all I got from the first one. The second one's going to be the one that takes me out. That takes you out, but nothing's. But you're fine right now. For now. For now. Um, clock is ticking. Clock is ticking. Chris, if you need to leave, I'll just take over. It's okay. I can do it all. I'll just. Uh, I'll do it all. Um, well, it's funny too because you know they ask you those questionnaires you know, at the beginning. You know, have you been exposed to any fever? And they say any loss of taste or smell. And I was convinced no because I was behind the people, the couple whose bed obviously doubles as their cat's litter box. So. <laughs> Like, I was like, no, my smell is fine. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, uh, I, that's what I think the fifth ring of hell smells like, is a litter box that hasn't been cleaned in six months. Um, so, yeah, you know, you get your smells. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I, I need to, we need to, we all need to kind of get back to some kind of normalcy. And, and the president is sending really bizarre signals. Because he keeps wearing his mask in situations where the CDC is saying you don't need to wear a mask. And when he's asked about that, his response is, uh, well, I'm just being extra careful. I mean, I'm obviously talking a little quicker than he speaks. And I'm paraphrasing. But, uh, well, I'm, I'm just trying to be a little extra careful. And, uh, you know, it's your patriotic duty to be careful and wear your mask and all that. And it's like, but the CD says we don't have to in these situations. Boom, shaka, laka, laka, boom, shaka, laka, laka. And he still is wearing the mask. So I don't know. I don't even know why I said boom, shaka, laka just now. But, it, it, you know, the, the problem with this whole pandemic y thingy uh, since day one is we've never had consistent information in any way, not really, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and I, you know, what's unfortunate about that is I believe that the, the lack of consistency with the information, uh, even with the vaccines has led people to, I think it's one of the reasons people are suspicious of the vaccines. I think there are people who just don't like vaccines and they're anti-vaxxers and they think they're putting robots in your blood or whatever the hell, or it causes this or it causes that. And so there's always going to be, for whatever bizarre reasons, a a segment of folks in this country who don't want to get any vaccine at all. There are other folks, I suspect, who have watched the the back and forth and the stooge dance that has been uh, the rollout of these vaccines ever since Trump got got out of office who, you know, perhaps that lack of consistency has encouraged their cynicism towards the vaccines. And I think the president of the United States is uh, engaged in that right now by uh, saying that he's doing something different than what the CDC recommends. So, you know, I'm getting my second shot on Friday, and then, uh, you know, I want to start trying to open up my life again just a, a wee bit. But uh, if you've had that second shot recently and you want to call us up and tell us how you feel, 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. Yeah, man. New Spock 550 KTSA FM 107. When I'm Sean, we're back. And yeah, we got a couple of things going on here. We're talking about the crappy uh, voter turnout <laughs> here in San Antonio. 80% of 
registered voters did not vote, despite, you know, having a slightly higher turnout for early voting than we had uh, the last time around. Um, And we're also talking about uh, the vaccines and getting that second shot. Uh, Aaron and Frank, hang on. Here's Laura. Laura, how are you doing? Hey, pretty good. How about you? Another day in showbiz. What's on your brain there? What are you thinking? Hi. I hear. I had the first shot. It was easy peasy, nothing to it. Second shot, got it on a Friday. Felt great Friday. Felt great Saturday. Sunday started feeling ugh, and then Monday, I felt like I'd been bitten by a tsetse fly and had African sleeping sickness. The fatigue <laughs> was unbelievable. Really? Tuesday, Tuesday, I was fine again, and my daughter, wow. same thing, same exact. Because I'm getting mine, uh, I think around one o'clock on Friday, my second shot. Oh, well, and, good luck. Uh, well, all I felt, like I said, for the first one, all I got was I got, had a headache for the rest of the night. That was about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I've heard from most people, I've heard from a lot of folks that second shot is the one that kind of lays them out there. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it means yeah. it's working. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what I was told when I called off work that day. So, Rock on. good luck to you. And Thank you. Care. All right, I appreciate it. Let's go to um, Frank on line one. Frank, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Uh, Not too bad, man. What are you thinking? All right. So about the whole turnout, uh, one, I was one of the ones that didn't turn up and uh, vote, um, unfortunately. Uh, just, I guess it's information. I really didn't even look into, like, what were the dates and uh, had a couple of things going on. So it kind of just went over my head. So I think, and I, and I the thing about it, what I kind of, I hear what you're saying about, um, why people aren't voting? I think one, they're complacent. They kind of say, you know what, the other person's gonna vote. Right. You know, and I, a lot of the people that I was in the room with that we were because we had a, a a communion party. You know, um, I'm Catholic, and we're all our family right. Catholic, so we had like a little get together, and everybody didn't vote, and everybody was against Nuremberg. They can't stand Nuremberg. Ah, they right. wanted Greg Brockhouse, and literally, I want to say it's a family of like twenty in there so um uh yeah everybody was talking politics and i was thinking well we're talking politics and we're talking about how much we can't stand the guy but yet nobody voted and it was just kind of like but when was it and we're just figuring like what oh today's the last oh my god oh and we're just kind of like uh yeah it it was just it looked pretty bad that we're talking bad about talking bad about him (laughs) talking politics talking about how bad Biden uh, is an idiot and everything, and talking about Nuremberg, how much he's an idiot and how it's going to turn to Austin pretty soon. And we're over here like, oh, we didn't even vote. We didn't even make, try to make a difference. Right. So. Well, I, I, I'll grant you this, that it's 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 a, you don't get the, the widespread coverage like you do during a presidential election. You know, you really gotta, you gotta look it up and figure out and find out. When, I mean, unless you're listening to, you know, Trey and I or Jack or, you know, reading the local papers or watching the local news, you know, uh, I, I, I could see where the city elections kind of creep up on you. But at the same time, you know, it's it, the, the city elections really do get you where you live. Honestly, literally. Well, one thing, one more thing before I go, because um, I know you're ready to cut me off in a little bit. Uh, one thing is I noticed a lot of the liberal people, the people that voted for Nuremberg, of course, I know Wolf and, and his, his gang has, like, people in their pockets, of course. But um, there's there's a lot of people that watch, you know, the news, and they're far left. So they watch, they watch you know, the 
the, where, where all the far left pretty much just kind of pour in Nuremberg onto them. So they're just drained, like brainwashed to just say, you know what, Nuremberg. And it's complacent, too. They're like, well, I mean, the mayor's there, you know. Well, let's just get him. Well, no, I mean, if they're a liberal, they're going to If they're a liberal, they're going to vote for him. I mean, they're, they're you know, and they're going to vote for whoever is, you know, there's a Democrat running in their district. Um, I, they get out and vote. I don't know if they're any more, if they're, they don't tend to be high information people either. Or that's what's weird about because like conservatives tend to be higher information folks and high content folks when it comes to elections and being engaged. I mean that's specifically it's one of the reasons why you know uh, you look at a, any given audience of any given talk station in America and they tend to be people who are following what's going on, and even more than that. Uh, but. You know, and I appreciate the call, man. I do have to go, but this idea that we, you know, somebody else will vote for me. I, you know, I, I kind of wrote on that for a lot of years in my younger years, and and you really just can't depend on that, especially in city elections. Uh, you know, listen, I mean, that's an interesting call. He said there's about 20 people in a room. Everybody was for Brook Brockhouse. Nobody was for Nuremberg. He's complaining about Nuremberg, but nobody knew it was election day. You know, I mean, uh, and and I. I don't know what else I can do. I mean, on my small, in my small purview, other than what I do, which is run my mouth about it on the radio and post stuff about it on face puke. You know, but I, I don't do a lot of social media. I just do face puke. That's all. But, you know, where are we? Uh, one more quickie. Here's Aaron on line two. Aaron, how you doing? Hi, doing great. I went Wait. out and tried to vote Saturday and, uh, I live just a little bit outside of 410, uh. Calaveras Lake. They would not let me vote. Mm. They said you're out of the city limits? Right. And I have a San Antonio address. I don't know how they figure that. The guy in front of me, they wouldn't let him vote, and there was a guy behind me. They would not let him vote. See, that's something we really got to figure out, because I've heard that from a few people over the past couple of, you know, the last city election and this one, that technically their address is considered out of city limits so they can't vote, but yet they have a San Antonio address. Right. Uh, that's something yeah, we. Last week I, I, I got my. Sh- yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Last week. All right, well, you're breaking up. I gotta go. Let me. I gotta go anyway. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hey, this is David Van Camp. Stay connected with News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at ktsa.com. Yeah, man. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. That's depressing, man. Had a call from a dude who said, "You know, we're all anti Nuremberg. We all were for Brockhouse. About twenty of us, family of people uh, from a church, and we're hanging out on Saturday and realized that we didn't vote and, uh, uh, you know, didn't know when the elections were. I, I just, I, I get it, but I mean, it, the the information is out there. You know, I just, you know, that, that's uh, that was twenty votes for Brockhouse. We could have gotten. I'm not trying to make you feel bad, dude, but you know." 80% of registered voters didn't show up. It, you know, I'm sick of the 17% stuff and looking at it from that perspective. Uh, as, I, as I said on Wearing Rhyme, I am a lazy, slow-moving mammal. I, I am a, Chris, am I not a lazy, slow-moving mammal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morgan knows it, too. I don't move very quickly ever. I really don't, and I am lazy. I procrastinate. I am a, That is one of my worst Probably my greatest weakness is my, my ability to procrastinate. Nah, do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. 
And even my fat, lazy ass got out there and voted last week. <laughs> it can happen. You can do it. But, you know, that's the way love goes. Um, i, I got to just mention this. Maybe I'll get into this a little deeper next hour. But, you know, Disneyland, Disneyland, out there in Los Angeles, the City Angels, uh, reopened in some uh, partial way. And uh, they have a new Snow White uh, ride. Uh, the, well, I guess it's the old Snow White ride, or maybe it's a new one. I don't know. But, you, you know, it's the animatronics, it's the laser beams, the projections, and all the cool crap when you go see the story of Snow White at Disneyland. Disneyland. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, I guess people were triggered. Because very obviously at the end, Prince Charming has to kiss Snow White to break the spell from the witch's poisoned apple. True love's first kiss is what breaks the spell. The mythology behind it being, you know, well, she's an evil, ugly old witch. (coughs) And, uh, she's, uh, Excuse me. I don't know why this keeps happening to me with this dry throat stuff on the air. Um, and uh, the only way to break an evil spell is with love. And so Prince Charming leans down and, and kisses her on the lips. No tongues. He didn't shove his tongue down her throat. He didn't, you know, grab one of Snow White's boobs or nothing. You know, he just leans down and kisses her. She wakes up, you know, from the evil witch's spell. And people are triggered because she didn't give her consent, Don Morgan. She oh, didn't give the consent. Right. Well, she was sleeping. She was freaking unconscious. Right. That's why she didn't. And, you know, that's why, it's, it's, it's why she didn't. She likes him, though. We know she likes him. I right. mean, they're, they're, they're saying, well, how could it be true love's first kiss if she doesn't even know what's happening? It's like, well, they dig each other, man. We know that, right? They were digging on each other before the, the freaking apple incident. So it's not like, you know, me coming up and I've never met Snow White. I'm like, hey, unconscious chick. <laughs> you know, it's something like that. You know, I ain't Andrew Cuomo or Joe Biden. I'm just saying. For real. It's, it's a little, it's a little extreme, all right? First off, it's a stinking cartoon. But, you know, and it's supposed to be romantic. It's you romantic. Know, how romantic is it is if Prince Charming comes up and starts giving her mouth to mouth resuscitation? You know? <laughs> Doing CPR. Or he tries chest to wake her up. Yeah. Chest compressions. Oh, he'd hate that. Look at him feeling her up like that. I don't know she's if, unconscious. I don't know if either of you have ever seen Hancock with Will Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember the, the bank robbery scene? They had that female cop pinned down and bullets flying everywhere. One of the first things he asked, do I have permission to touch you? Yes, I remember <laughs> She's right, like, yes, right. hurry up. <laughs> and what's Prince Charming, Charming going to do? Is he going to use that stupid voice? May I kiss you? And wake you up. I don't know. I'm freaking unconscious. You know, I mean, it's just a fairy tale, man. It's like a Brothers Grimm fairy tale or something, isn't it? Well, those are those so, tend to get a little yeah. dark. But, I mean, I'm just, you know, it's it's Snow White. Just let her have the damn kiss so she can wake up and go live the rest of her life with her Prince Charming guy. You know who gets pissed off about stuff like this, don't you? People who've never experienced true love's first kiss. 
That's right. All you dateless, woke idiots. You know, you've been burned by love and you don't want Snow White to get no kisses. Because Prince Charming would just leave you there. Well, they Prince want Charming would just walk on by. And they, <laughs> wa- they want Prince Charming to be punished for this. Like, he's going to be punished. She's going to wake up. <laughs> God, Chris. Uh, then the honey-do list start rolling out there, uh, Prince Charm. So, you know, you remember that, huh? Ooh, Chris. That was funny. Anyway, it's just a damn fable. You know, it's a story. Uh, uh, Plain-looking liberal chicks who never get a date are the only ones that hate this kind of thing. That's all. The kinds of chicks who have been, you know, Prince Charming has been avoiding uh, for, for most of his existence, his charming existence. Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. I think the Republican Party needs to grow a backbone and stand up to woke corporate America. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. I think everybody needs to stand up to woke America. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. You don't pull that woke crap around me, man. <laughs> it won't go well for you. I'm real snotty. Uh, the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Speaking of snotty, um, obviously a lot of us felt Tim Scott did a hell of a job uh, last week uh, after uh, uh, that rambling nonsense with Biden for an hour. Then Tim Scott comes out and gives an incredible speech in 15 minutes, which was powerful, which was inspiring. Again, I keep repeating my favorite line. My grandfather in one lifetime saw his family go from cotton to Congress. Didn't uh, disavow racism in America. Said he'd been profiled himself. But uh, talked about his mentor, uh, a guy who was a manager of a local Chick-fil-A, who, you know, took him under his wing and, you know, uh, said that, you know, your life's your choice. Only you can uh, uh, get what you want out of life or achieve what you want to achieve. It was a very powerful, inspirational speech for anybody. I don't care what your skin color is. Well, as you heard Don Morgan reporting there, uh, let's see. Uh, shortly after Lamar County Democratic Party Chair Gary O'Connor uh ref- referred to uh Tim Scott as an Oreo on a Facebook page on a Facebook post an Oreo uh you know cuz he uh, <laughs> this is what he wrote and then he promptly deleted it I had hoped that so just so we, so you know there uh Gary uh, we, we want people to know who you are Gary O'Connor this is what he tweeted or posted I had hoped that Scott might show some common sense, but it seems clear he is little more than an Oreo with no real principles. Uh, folks are calling uh, for his resignation. Uh, you know, uh, Representative Pat Fallon out of Texas, whose district is part of Lamar County, called it unforgivable, unforgivable said Gary O'Connor's comment against Senator Tim Scott is abhorrent, insulting, and unforgivable. Both he and the entire Lamar County Democratic Party should be ashamed of this racist behavior. I concur. Um, you know, I, I I don't understand this kind of thing. I never have. And then we got some folks who want to talk about the elections. Uh, Mark and Steve, hang on. 
Uh, I, I don't know why you pukes are completely cool with racism as long as you're the one slinging it. Uh, if you don't like what Tim Scott said, disagree with it and say, you know, you know, be, be objective, you know, and say, you know what, he's gave a pretty good speech, but I disagree with it. I think racism is worse than that. I think it's systemic. But calling the dude an Oreo, really? Is that who you are? I'm sorry, but, uh, well, I'm not sorry, but if you, if you put, uh, a couple of people in a room and one of them's a freaking liberal, I'm, the liberal's gonna be the racist in the room, man. The liberals are the ones who downshift into racial slurs. As soon as a black person or a Hispanic person or even a transgender person, we'll talk about Caitlyn Jenner, uh, goes against uh, the standard expected agenda. The e guys just trot out the racial slurs. You don't care how hypocritical and insulting that is. They used to call Condoleezza Rice a house slave. Remember that? Clarence Thomas was an Uncle Tom. It's pathetic behavior. It really is. It's just abso-freaking-lutely pathetic. We also uh, have been talking about the elections. We had about 80% of folks uh, registered to vote, not turn out to vote. Uh, let's get your thoughts. Let's go to Mark on line one. Mark, how you doing? Oh, Mark dropped. Let's go to, uh, oh, yeah. Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. Had a great weekend. Yeah, yeah, mine was pretty laid back. What's uh, What's going on with you? Real quick, I, w- I want to talk about the San Antonio election, but real quick, was very disappointed in the Republican response. I listen every day to the Democrats' hateful, angry, hate-filled lies that they spew about every Republican out there, up to and including Tim Scott, and then the Republicans come back with a response that is, we all want to get along you know i'm sick of it i'm sick it is it is nauseatingly disgusting that the and 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 the democrats are lying the the republicans have the truth on their side but they will not stand at the podium and speak the truth to the lie extremely aggravating i'm sick of it now, as far as the election goes, if you're listening to talk radio and you're just glancing at the newspaper occasionally, if you're driving down the high, the, the, the right. roads and city streets of San Antonio and, and you don't know when early voting is and when election day is, I'm sorry, I don't want you to vote. You're not qualified to vote in any election if you don't know when the election day is, when early right. voting starts and begins. I'm an old man. I've been voting all my life. Never have I been turned away at a poll and told I can't vote. So when if if every, anyone ever dared to tell me that, my first question would be why. And and you had a caller earlier that said, "Well, I couldn't vote. The guy behind me couldn't vote. The guy in front of me couldn't vote." And you just tuck tail and ran. You didn't say, why aren't you letting me vote? So that when I call Sean on Monday morning, I can tell him why. Chances are good you were at the wrong freaking place. Right, right. And if you're at the wrong place, you don't, you don't need to be voting. <laughs> I don't want your vote. Well, it's just it's sad because I, I know, especially, you know, I was a supporter of Brock House, and I, I, I know how much, you know, and all the folks who are running against Nuremberg put a lot of time and effort into this. 
And it's got to be depressing as hell when you put that much effort into something because you genuinely, passionately want to, you know, help this city or work for this city uh, for its betterment instead of its detracting, except for uh, its destruction or whatever you want to say, turning it into Austin. And and you see that 80% of registered voters didn't vote. You know, I have no idea how heartbreaking that should be, really. It it was even more heartbreaking when that guy called up because he said we were all Brockhouse fans. You know, who, uh, who's the votes? We need to find out again who is counting these votes. Who is counting them? You think there might be some? Uh, there might be something screwy going on behind the scenes. I mean, if Republicans are too weak and lily-livered to tell in the response right. to the Democrat lies, maybe they're too weak and right. lily-livered to demand a place counting votes. Right. I got to run, Steve, man. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for the call. Very passionate dude. Uh, it is depressing, though. It is. 80%. 80%. Didn't show up. And I I, I guess I have, you know, what, what, in, in all things right now, you know, when, when people say they didn't know about something, I, I kind of look a little cross-eyed at that. You know, and we get that across the board on all kinds of different issues. Well, I didn't know about this. Well, I hadn't heard about that. Or I didn't know how to do this. You know, we, we each and every single one of us, for the most part, have in our hands what I call the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy. Our cell phones can tell us anything we want to know about anything. All right, uh, early voting uh, dates and times, election, when's election day for a city election, how to make a hot pocket. You know, it's all right there on, on, on your phone and <laughs> You know, uh, but why don't, why didn't we know? I mean, cause I, maybe that's the, re- maybe that's the reason. Maybe, uh, city elections, uh, just, uh, aren't front and center in people's minds or they're not, it's not like, uh, as I said last hour, a presidential cycle where it's, you know, every single thing you see on TV is about that. But I mean, I'm not saying that's an excuse. I just, I'm, I'm just saying, and I'm not trying to rag on people either. I'm just saying it's depressing as hell when you want change in leadership. Because you're frustrated with what's currently going on, and yet the you know you get a 17 percent voter turnout, and and we're supposed to act like that's great because voter turnout was a little higher, right? The normal uh, usually we have uh, in general about 12 percent folks show up, and we had 17 percent. Well, that's better, but it's still nothing to you know sing and dance about. Because if you invert that, which is kind of what we accidentally ended up doing on Wear and Rhyme this morning from 7 to 9, is we kind of looked at it from the opposite end. And uh, Trey was like, well, that's like 83% of folks didn't vote at all. Didn't just, Registered voters didn't go out and vote. What's going on there? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, New Stock Live 50 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's Monday. How in the hell are you? 210-599-5555. If you have any lingering thoughts or any thoughts throughout the rest of the show on, on your reactions to the election, again, our, the big part of the story, apart from who won and who didn't, uh, uh, is uh, this business of uh, voter turnout, which, uh, again, you're hearing it touted as 17%. And... Uh, it's being looked at as a good number because it's higher than what it normally is, normally around 12 or 13%. 
but when you invert that and look at it from the uh, from that perspective, you know, you're looking at 80% of all registered voters. These are people who are registered to vote, did not vote. And so that's why we get another couple of years of Ron Nornberg. Um, speaking of the woke culture, uh, one thing, uh, one of the things that I say on a, on a regular basis is that when it comes to the woke culture, don't ever think that whoever, because of who you are or what community you're from, that somehow you are exempt or safe from the woke culture, because you're not. Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner with boobs. That's right, I just said that. Bruce, did it trigger you? Did it? Did it trigger you? Bruce Jenner uh, with boobs. Caitlyn Jenner. Actually uh, said something I agreed with. Uh, I believe on Friday said uh, that uh, it's not fair. Is it, he's against? I call him he's and she's. I'm sorry, that's a dude. He's against uh, men competing in female sports because it's not fair. They're biologically they're different. They're stronger, faster, and that women's sports should be uh, should be uh, protected. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, my God, did that trigger the pukes. Oh, boy. They went nuts on uh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner, Bruce Jenner. He's a traitor to the transgender movement. I'm going to read you this uh, because this is uh, is from somebody called Plastic Martyr. From uh, I guess some uh, some uh, it's a it's he she she's a model he's a model a transgendered model with uh, about over sixty thousand followers on Twitter or whatever the hell. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner opposes trans girls competing on female sports teams. Excuse me, while the trans community takes the knife out of our back. That's why it's important to hashtag say no to Jenner. And I'm just going to read you this quote for uh, word for word because she is a self-loathing, vapid fame whore that abuses her privilege and platform. Whoa. <laughs> wow, man. I, I never get this self. They always toss in self-loathing when it comes to somebody that they disagree with. You ever notice that? That if you're on the left and somebody disagrees with you, it's because you're self-loathing. You just, you just hate yourself. What do you base that happy crap on, man? Dude's running for governor of California. I think he's feeling pretty good about himself or herself or, yeah, you know. Um, and, uh, the, the wokeness just, uh, the woke crowd just hauled off on Caitlyn Jenner all weekend long. Traitor, traitor, traitor. Merely for saying something that is observably true. And uh, once you get targeted for speaking the truth, you know that we are living in some damn strange times, some really damn strange times. Um, the left in this country, in their obsession, and then oh, we'll take a take a call here. In their obsession uh, with their own egos and wokefulness, uh, are now tripping over their own agenda. You, you now have to, if you're on the left, you now have to argue against women and against feminism to uh, support men. It truly is a man's world, isn't it? Let's go to Sam on line one. Sam, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Senor Ariaga. 
Um, <laughs> hey, man. More power to Bruce Lynn Jenner. More power to Bruce Lynn Jenner. Hey, um, on the local elections, um, getting back to what Steve said, you know, who's counting the votes? You know, for Prop B, there was 150,087 votes. For the mayoral vote, a total of 148,767. Now, is there some ballot stuff in, or did my dead wife that passed away over 40, 30 years ago vote again? You know, that really doesn't numerically make sense. My wife and I were talking about that over the weekend. So, you 147,000 voted for Nuremberg, right, and 150,000 voted for against Prop B. Well, well 92,000 voted for, for Nuremberg and 46,000 voted for, oh, 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 oh. For, for our man, but a total of 148,000 voted in the mayoral vote. And 150,000 voted for Prop B. But they're on the same right, so that those people just not vote for mayor. <laughs> that doesn't exactly. make any sense. <laughs> you, you know, if you're if you're a hardcore Democrat, you're going to vote your 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 Nuremberg in, and that that just does not make sense. That's kind of loco boco. You know, I I don't understand what's going. You know, so I don't either. You know, voter uh, fraud again? I do know, and, and you know, I, I say this in general, uh, that Democrats, uh, the Democratic Party seems to be more willing to cheat than the Republican Party. <laughs> and very often they, they do have to cheat because uh, they can't make their case uh, in an argument or a debate. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, my wife was mentioning that, and that is kind of weird. And how, do, how do, Those numbers don't really jibe. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we need to look into that. And and you know what? Here's the more more strange. Over the weekend they were showing the numbers, but today they're not showing the numbers because uh, 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 these numbers don't um, don't come. They don't add up. Uh, no, don't show the numbers no more. Don't show the numbers no more. I had to go back Saturday night looking right. for these numbers because they're not. I got to run. You're breaking up on me. That's weird. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Elvis. Elvis, how you doing? Outstanding. But again, we get what we didn't vote for because we didn't. So I hope the Democrats turn the Alamo into an amusement ride. Go for it. Go full tilt. How long? Well, yeah, it's kind of if if, if eighty percent of us aren't going to show up to vote. Then they, uh, you know, they might as well do whatever they want with the Alamo. I mean, you know. What about this argument that uh, people didn't know about it? I think that's crazy because you've done nothing but a full week of go vote, go vote, go vote. Right. That's insane. I think they should just make it one big amusement ride. <laughs> go for it. All right, man. Just paint the whole damn thing with a rainbow. There you go, man. I appreciate the call, man. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. And uh, I'm kind of leaving the lines open uh, for your reactions to this past weekend's election. Again, about 80% of registered voters did not bother to vote. And uh, it's kind of depressing because uh, we wonder... You know, had we uh, had a few more percentage points voting, you know, would this thing have gone different? But what do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Give me a call. Let me know. 
Uh, oh, this story cracks me up. It, it could have been a lot worse. We I, I don't know where this is from because they don't. It's one of these social media thingies uh, that popped up on well social media. Not exactly sure where this happened, but a woman was having a birthday party. A woman was it was her birthday. Her name was Nikki Walker. She's thirty seven. And she's having a little, uh, somebody gave her a little birthday thing uh, outside in her yard. (laughs) And her mom, Carol Walker, 69 years of age, could not be there for the party, and so she sent a a present to her. And uh, when she opens it up, it's a, they're outside, remember, it's a helium balloon that says, Happy Birthday with a little envelope hanging off a string uh, from the balloon. And Chris and Donna just, like, floated away, and she tried to grab it, and she couldn't, and she lost it. Just floated up into the sky. And there was some money in that envelope, her birthday money from her mom. It's a big old popular video now, as you can see. all It's on, uh, it's gone viral. Viral. It just all happened in a split second. I didn't have a chance to react. Everyone was just in total shock waiting or watching. Now, thankfully, well, and she never got the balloon. It just floated away, man. And nobody, uh, thankfully, it was only a hundred bucks. I mean, a hundred bucks is not not a little amount of money, but you know what I mean. Like you can probably weather the storm if you you lost a hundred bucks. But what was the old lady thinking, tying a hundred bucks to a helium damn balloon because it's going to float away? I'm just saying. You know what would have been even funnier is if just to mess with her kid, just to mess with her daughter, the old lady would have said, there is $5,000 in that. $5,000 in a gold necklace. Point being that if you're going to go to the Dollar, the dollar Tree and, and, and get somebody a, a helium balloon and attach some money to the string, you know, I don't know, maybe put some fish weights on it or something, you know, make sure that uh, it won't actually float away on them. Give some coinage. Some coinage, or better, better yet, don't put money in an envelope tied to a helium balloon. Let's just kind of maybe go with that as a standard. Two and zero. <laughs> See, I, if that were my kid and that happened, I would have messed with her and said it was like, like $5,000. So you could give 4999 in bills and $1 and quarters. <laughs> $1 and quarters to keep the balloon planet side two one zero five oh beyond that i'm trying to think if i watch anything interesting on tv so we i was talking about talking about john wayne a few minutes ago johnwayne.com and i we had uh, uh some leakage uh around our house with the rain and so we didn't end up really doing much because we ended up just kind of focusing on that for the weekend and we had the guys out of john wayne uh, out to the house yesterday and it was great dudes uh, so I just didn't do much, man. It was one of the first weekends where I really just stayed home. Uh, I went over to my mom's, uh, I did. I went over to my mom's Saturday morning. Well, I mean, in, in like not go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like I didn't go anywhere, man. Uh, I went over to my mom's, uh, Saturday morning to kind of take her some groceries and stuff. And that's when the rain kicked in and I went back home. And, uh, apart from a couple of circle K runs, that was it, man. And I, I just, I cannot say it enough. TV sucks, man. I tried to watch something. There's nothing. 900 freaking channels, man. And every Saturday night, I end up watching freaking Columbo. I'm just saying. Oh, and I, I did get, um, 
I hope you don't think I'm less of a man, but I, I actually have developed a fondness for the Hallmark Mystery Channel thing. We watched a fair amount of that over the weekend. Hallmark, I, they, they've, I, they've beaten me down so bad, Chris, that I just gave up being a man. And my wife just sits and watches that Hallmark mystery crap all day long. Saturday and all day Sunday. Although I did watch my Western shows on, on Saturday out of respect for... Uh, uh, oh, I just went blank on his name. Uh, uh, oh, Johnny Crawford. Johnny Crawford, yeah, from the Rifleman. So I got a question about the Hallmark mysteries. Yes. Uh, how much of a mystery are they, though? I mean, when you watch them, is it easy to piece together? It's really what? not. No, they actually do a fair job. Right. Is it the always the part. is it always the ugly guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. The way they do it with a lot of these is they're series movies, so you get the same like two people who are slowly falling in love with each other, solving the mysteries. Oh, kind of like uh, moonlighting back in the day. Yeah, precisely. So the mysteries are actually tend to be pretty good. Because I hate a mystery where you can figure it out in the first five minutes. Right. But some of the plot is some of the plots are a little extreme. Like we, there's a series that we watched a couple of them, where it, it, obviously they're in a small town in Colorado or some jive crap like that, and <laughs> the local woman who owns a bakery helps solve mysteries. Oh. Now this is where this got a little too chicky for me. She solves mysteries through baking. Muffins and, and mysteries. <laughs> Muffins and mysteries. <laughs> and that I didn't get. It's like, what? what is it about making, you know, strudel and apple pie and gingerbread houses it entitles this chick to be able to solve mysteries? You know she what I mean? has a it, recipe for solving crimes. A recipe for solving crimes. It's Cops and Cupcakes tonight on the Mystery Channel. With mystery baked right in. You know, and suspense with all the right ingredients. It, that I found a little hokey. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's like saying because I'm a proctologist, I can solve mysteries. You know, it's it's just kind of too completely separate. Well, I guess the odd proctologist would have to solve a kind of mystery. So she she solves these <laughs> she solves these mysteries by baking. So what does she do? Leave like a hot apple pie out on the windowsill and the the. <laughs> the bad guy, can, he's lured in by the well, whoever's, whoever's floating down the street, hurt. he did it. <laughs> you know, so I, that I thought was a bit of a stretch. Like, just because the chick bakes cookies don't make, just because she knows how to, you know, uh, make snickerdoodles don't mean she knows how to solve a crime. We heard that the suspect has a hankering for banana nut bread. So I'm going to leave a loaf of banana nut bread on the window. So. <laughs> Chocolate chip conspiracy. Well, no, no, you guys, how she does it is when she's baking stuff, it reminds her of things. Oh, and that's how okay. she figures it out. She doesn't actually leave desserts for the bad guys, and hopefully okay. they pick it up. Hopefully they turn Flour. Oh, that's right. Murder. Right, well, yeah. And that's why I found it a little, a little hokey. Just a little hokey. So anyway, that was my weekend watching freaking Hallmark Channel stuff in Colombo. Shocking and surprising, I know. Uh, I was really on a tear this weekend. We fold in some humor. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Jeez, two one zero. It's the weirdest thing ever. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Solved mysteries by baking. It's like, boy, though, that's chicky. That's checked up, man. <laughs> Let's take it. It's like saying I solve mysteries by yoga. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, no. She has a mystery timer. They all seem to take about 25 minutes. 
Let's see how you are. Murder is like yeast. 210 It's rising. Murder's like yeast. Don't you understand? The clues rise. 210 It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Come here, sugar. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. I'm Sean. We've got a few minutes left here. Lots of folks on the phone. Cindy on line four. You're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Hey, Sean. Cindy, one of your biggest fans, man. How you doing, Cindy? I just want to say I totally agree with you. Cable sucks. But I did uh, I did pull out a winner this weekend. I watched that new Tom Hanks film with uh, News of the Day. News of the Day, and everybody came over. My brother, my aunt, everybody must have been bored. We all piled up on the couch, and I have to say, it was a darn good film. And it was a lot about Texas history and right. Uh, highly recommended. So I tried bored. to watch that, and I I got there they got to the part where he's I don't know there was some part of the felt a little too woke for me and i got bored with it well but, we're german we're german so the minute someone started talking german we got all excited you know see how you so are. anyway uh but we really tr- wanted to watch minari that's not out for a couple weeks but i think that's going to be the winner so well the one i want to watch i want to see uh the father with anthony hopkins Absolutely. uh but he Absolutely. it's still 20 bucks on pay-per-view and i ain't putting out no 20 bucks to watch uh-huh. no damn movie in my house <laughs> <laughs> When it goes down to six ninety nine, then I'll be watching Anthony Hopkins. I, I appreciate it, Cindy. Thank you. Uh, let's see, Adam on line one. What's going on with you? I thought I think it's great. It was just you know, it was just so disgusting the way they uh, treated the rebuttal by uh, Congressman Scott. You know, Sean, the bigoted, you know, uh, hypocrite left act like they're saviors for minorities because. There's racism all in every corner, you know, but, right. you know, but the real democratic racist roots come up whenever somebody like, you know, you're, you're way off the plantation, you know, from, yeah, uh, you God. know, a white guy will literally tell a black person, you know, you ain't black, you know, uh, I wish we would focus on the real issues that could help the black community and, uh, quit this fake racism and, you know, uh, uh fear monging and, you know, you gotta be I- enemy of the cops. That's going to lead to disaster. It really is. It already sort of is, Adam. I, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you, uh, Charles. On line two, what's going on with you? What's going on with you, man? Hey, hey, hey. hey. Uh, first, real quick, without remorse on Amazon Prime. That's a good movie. Okay. And second, without remorse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You'll like it. Second, uh, I woke up yesterday, looked at the election results, and I was almost sick to my stomach. I just, we had an opportunity to take it. It was right there for us to have. Right, and no one came out to play. Everyone just stayed home. It's just eighty percent is pretty bad, bad man. Eighty percent people of bad. registered voters not going out. It's pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, the bouncer. I don't care what party you vote for. Just get out there and vote for crying out loud. Right. You know? So, I just. Uh, oh, and by the way, my ceiling collapsed this weekend during the rain. So. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I was here to talk about all oh, the problems with your house. Joys of home ownership, right? Uh, <laughs> I, I had luckily I was able to move my furniture in time. No, so. good, 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 man. All right, man. I appreciate the call, brother. Thank you. What do we got left up, Mark? Mark on line three. You're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking that first of all, the campaign run by uh, Mr. Brockhouse just wasn't up to par. I mean, the, the issue here is that also 
keep in mind uh, that there was actually 160,000 people that turned out that did vote for Proposition 3, and they voted, uh, which really was the lead issue. And actually, all those people even didn't even vote in the mayoral election. Not only do we suffer from uh, voter apathy in, in San Antonio, especially for Republicans, but also we suffer from voter activism. People just don't want to get involved uh, and be able to go out. and They're not even voting, and then they don't want to get involved actively. But the active issue that does that does incite people, I think, is this law and order issue. And the law and order issue was successfully. Uh, they defended the police uh, with, with having to keep collective bargaining. And the mistake I think that Mr. Brockhouse made is he – he the last election he did have the support of the firefighters union hmm. and he didn't really go after that this time and i think that's a mistake right. that and i am very and, and and i think that's a mistake i think that's where as a republican candidate going forward um you know there wasn't much publicity done there wasn't much campaigning you didn't see a lot of campaigning on on your well, station, or on, well, yeah, or yeah, well, I mean, I had right. Oh, I had Brockhouse on quite a, quite a number right, of times. Right, I, but I, he but wasn't he wasn't buying his time on your station, and also he wasn't. I didn't see any of it on Spectrum TV or on any of the other right. local news channels. And if you're going to win, if you want to defeat the status quo. You got to you got to really get after it. And, I know, but that still doesn't really tell me why. You know why the classically the low voter turnout in this town? I, I don't, especially if by Republicans. I, I, that, well, people I, don't it's care. Mystifying. And, and people don't. People don't care, and they will. Uh, they will. They will put up with the status quo. There has to be a candidate, just like I mean, we have it. We have it on the federal level. We have it. You know, we have it on the federal right. level all over the place with Mr. I, Trump and what I he's got to go, man. I'm just that's going to have to be the last word. Just running up against the clock. Thank you, Chris. Thanks to Greg Martin also and Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, uh, Don Morgan and Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.